Hi, you've clicked Make It Known with Mal. I'm your host, Mal. I'm a 20-something-year-old girl who is working on walking in her purpose. The Make It Known with Mal podcast purpose is for myself and all of my listeners to learn and grow. This season is all about lessons I'm learning in my 20s. I'm going to be talking about things such as money management to the new uptake of this new age worldview, all the way to how do we develop our own political ideology. I'm having real and honest conversations with a variety of people. I believe everyone has a unique message, so just keep listening here as I make it known. Hello, everyone. You're listening to Make It Known with Mal. I'm your host, Mal. And today, it's just going to be a coffee talk. And really, I'm just going to be talking about... um, As you know, it's the holiday season and it's Christmas and I am a Christian. So honestly, all I'm really going to be talking about is about as Christians, like why we celebrate um, Christmas and just some things I've been learning in my life after this crazy, crazy year um, about God and about the Bible and all this stuff. So Um, And this, I think, is going to be a good wrap-up to Lessons in My 20s. Um, I will not have an episode next week, so there will not be an episode, um, yeah, there will not be an episode next week because I'm going to be at a conference. Then the week after that, there will be an episode, and then um, I believe there's one more episode um, that I have planned for the new year, and we'll talk about that later. Anyway, so today, I just really want to talk about um, Christmas, and, you know, Christmas is in about 11 days December 25th today's December 14th well the day you're hearing it is December 14th and I just really want to talk about why we're celebrating it and we're celebrating Christmas because of Jesus's birth um we know that Jesus was not actually born on December um in December he was born in September which is really interesting um that we celebrated in December and I know there's a lot of reasons why um there are plenty of reasons why it's in December. And I know also, too, it's kind of a point of contention with other Christians. I know there's Christians who do not celebrate Christmas because of some of the holidays that um, are loosely associated with Christmas, such as winter solstice and all of this paganism and about the trees being pagan and things like that. So I know very, really good, devout Christians that won't celebrate Christmas. Um, so, you know, I think... Personally, at the end of the day, Christmas is the day that we have set aside to celebrate Jesus' birth. If there was another day in September that we could pick to celebrate Jesus' birth, I think that would be fine too. And I think as Christians, we have to put the focus on Jesus during Christmas. I don't think there's anything wrong with the tree. I don't think there's anything wrong with gifts because I think that is cultural. I think the tree and the gifts are cultural. Um, And even Santa, I loathe Santa personally I just have a personal uh disdain for him um that's a whole nother story listen to those other girls with Mallory and friends if you are curious about how I feel about Santa um (laughs) but um they uh sorry um but the whole purpose of Christmas is Jesus. The reason why we Christians are celebrating it is Jesus. So if we put our focus on Jesus, if we put our focus on um, 
them, then I don't think we have to really be concerned about the tree or the gifts or those type of things. Because I think, like I said, I think those things are cultural. I think that, um, especially in America, I mean, there's people who aren't Christians that celebrate Christmas. There's people who are Jewish, Muslim, people who are atheists, people who are agnostic, people who hate God (laughs) that celebrate Christmas because it's not a Christmas American wise it's not even about Jesus anymore you have to Christians have to make it about Jesus um and how do you do that one thing that my parents did and you know I'm grateful for is we had to read the Christmas story before we even opened our presents on Christmas um one thing that I started doing um last year and I didn't really keep up with it like I'm doing this year but is reading a chapter from Luke um every day and then there's 24 chapters of Luke. So by the time we get to 25, you've read about the whole life of Jesus. And I love that. I think that's, and that's a great way to keep the focus on Jesus. Um, hopefully one day I'll be married and I'll have kids. And I would love to do that. Like have that be before bed, that that be their bedtime story, a chapter of Luke every day in December, because that is putting the focus on Jesus. Because the reason for the season is Jesus. Um, and what I've learned this year, I've learned a lot this year when it comes to, um, when it comes to all of this stuff, when it comes to reading the Bible, when it comes to relationship with God, when it comes to theology. And I think that the more you actually get in the Bible and read it, the better. I don't remember who I heard say this. I've been listening to a lot of former new age, um, people talk about, how they're Christians now and talk about the different ways, um, the new age has come into, um, the church. There's so many ways. There's so many things that I used to believe that when I look to scripture, when I, you know, I'm listening to them talk about it, I'm like, oh, that's, they can't, no, that's not right. That's not right. And I actually sit down and like read the Bible and like compare what they say to scripture and they're right. So there's so many things. So I highly suggest, um, those of you listening, if you are Christians, to go and look and read and, like, see a lot of things for yourself, you're going to realize you're believing a lot of things that are not, they're not biblical. They're just little things that they tell us in church. Anyway, um, I don't remember who I heard say this, but I know it was someone, um, former New Age that said, um, you know, devotions are fun, they're fine or whatever, but actually sit down and read books of the Bible. Um, and I thought about it. I was like, you know, I feel like I haven't really sat down and read. I've been a Christian technically my whole life. You know, I started taking my relationship with God a lot, uh, more seriously as I got older, but you know, I've, I know the Bible, like I know stories I've heard, if not all the stories, a good chunk of the stories in the Bible, but I had never actually sat down and read Okay, today I'm reading this chapter from this book of the Bible. Tomorrow I'm going to read this next chapter from this book of the Bible. So I started doing that this year. Um, one of the things about this year for me has been, it's been an awful year. And one of the things though is, who do I turn to when I am, feel like I am hopeless and I have, um, you know, when I'm drowning, like where do I go? And I go to God. So... 
I have been able, like, that's been, like, my rock. That's been what has helped me get through a lot of things that I've gone through this year. And, um, also, I highly suggest everybody, you know, (laughs) does that because, I mean, it's, I can't even express, like, how, how much better life is when you can focus on God and you can focus on your relationship with him and you can read. And this morning, the morning that I'm recording this, it's tiny things. It's things like the more you read, the more you can get closer to God. This morning I was reading just about some things that God calls us to do. And it really was convicting because some of the things I just really need to work on. And, um, for, uh, December 14th and Luke 14, it talks about humility. I know I need to work on my humility. I know I need to work on humbleness and like, you don't, Unless you're reading the Bible, you're not thinking about those things. So actually sitting down reading your Bible, seeing what God calls you to do is so important. Another thing I, so I got this um, idea from, her name is, oh, everybody's, the most listened to episodes, um, Marsha's episodes. um, I asked her. Because she said, because uh, I was talking to her about reading, she said to get some sort of, like, commentary so you can know, like, what was going on during that time and, like, um, the context of what you're reading. Because I'm not a Bible scholar, so I don't, you know, I'm reading, right now I'm reading First Peter, so I don't know who Peter is talking to. I don't know why he's talking to these people. I don't know anything about that. So I have, um, it's called the B series by, um, one second, let me pull it out. The B series by Warren Worsby, W I E R S B E, and um, basically what it is is it is commentary, and um, I didn't pick up the First Peter one for no reason. The next one I'm actually going to be reading is going to be Ruth and Esther, and all of them have like be this, be that, be this, be that. And for Esther's slash Ruth's, it says be committed, doing God's will, whatever the cost. So I think those things are super important. That's really helped me too, because I mean, the first one I wrote was Colossians and that also got me really hooked on this, uh, idea, I guess is the word or like the practice of reading commentary, because, um, if you guys, everyone definitely should read Colossians like what is going on today especially the um in the world especially new age stuff and the first two chapters of Colossians it's literally like it's so relevant and um anyway so that is what got me hooked on this and that is I learned a lot because you know I'm reading Colossians I'm like oh this is really interesting but then when I had the commentary I learned about the background like oh wow this was going on that's going on today too instead of just like okay this is step 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 so what I would do is I would read so Colossians is only four chapters and first Peter is only five chapters so what I'm doing is I'm reading each day I'm reading a chapter um and then I'm highlighting taking notes I have the best journal on earth it is by well-watered women and it has like the date you write the date the time the place you're writing it and then it has like a part to put like what you're grateful for then it has like a part to like just take notes on just anything that's on your mind right then about I I don't really understand like the exact like what specifically is supposed to go there 
but it's something right before you actually get into what you're whatever you're reading for that day and that is where I've been taking notes on the things that I've been reading from Luke so like um and then like so obviously December it's Luke and then January I'll probably go through Proverbs again because there's 31 days in January but then like February it might be just reading different psalms or like and sometimes I'll read the same psalms every single day and I might do that for February because there's 28 days I like read the same psalms every single day and then just like look at it verse by verse or something like that um it's, and then there's a section where you take notes and then there's a section after that where it's like, okay, what is God, um, trying to tell me in this section? And then it's like, how am I going to change my life? Like how, what changes do I need to make? And then there's a part to like write down a prayer about like what you just read. So best journal ever, well-watered women. Um, and it's called the, uh, give me Jesus journal. Highly recommend it. Anyway, so it's just that has just made a huge difference and like there'll be weeks where I won't wake up early to do the devotional or I'll say oh I'll do it and then I don't and I can just feel the difference I can just feel not being abiding in Jesus which is takes me to the other thing so I started going to this new church and I mean I'm really really enjoying the church um I have been church hopping or church finding, not hopping. I've been church finding since I moved back to Charlotte and I've been like looking for like a church where they're preaching good theology. So there's a lot of churches out there that just aren't. And I don't think it's necessarily um, the pastor is like doing it intentionally. I think there's just a lot of things that um, have creeped into the church that weren't there and anyway a couple weeks ago he talked about abiding in Christ and like how do you abide in Christ and like that's what I said okay this is a church I definitely want to stick with at least for right now um is because he talked about abiding in Christ which is John 14 and then he gave action steps I'm so used to pastors saying you need to abide in Christ all right see you later like but no one talks about like the action steps to do it no one talks about like what that looks like practically so one of the things is really just like reading the bible and then um on this past sunday he talked about how i'm trying to figure out how to word this properly he talks about how we need to be focusing on god like god should be our number one politics sports all that stuff should be our number two and in my own practical life something that he said that just really stuck out to me like okay I need to really like what am I doing in my life is he was saying like when you listen to these people when you listen to all the people different commentators and on the news and he listed a few people I was like yikes he's reading my mail um (laughs) you can start talking to talking like them you can start like being like them it can start being overwhelming but it shouldn't be that way as much energy and time you're putting into that, you should be putting it into the word, into the Bible. If you can spend all your time doing that, you can spend all your, you can spend just as much time reading your Bible. Essentially, those weren't his exact words, but that's essentially what he was saying. And, um, that just really stuck out to me. It stuck out to me because what are we doing? Are we, and that's just so practical. And he's so right. Like those weeks where I'm not really paying attention, like I'm not really doing the Bible, but I'm like super into the news. I am staying on top of things because also too for 
the different work that I do, I do have to be up to date on what's going on. So there's sometimes where I do that and I'm like, I'm overwhelmed pretty much. <laughs> yeah, I guess I don't really know how else to say it. I'm pretty much overwhelmed because of just all the stuff that um, is going on. So <laughs> all that to say, you guys, like, let's um, remember as cheesy as it sounds, Jesus is the reason for the season. And let's also focus on him. Let's also get into our Bibles and abide. Let's get in our Bibles and learn. Let's get in the Bibles and know for ourselves. Let's stop trying to, um, or let's stop, let's stop try, let's stop, um, taking all of these preachers and all of these evangelists for their word and actually like look in the Bible. I think that was like probably one of the biggest things too for me is just like not just this person said this so I was like okay well then I guess that's right. I had a friend say this and then I'm gonna wrap it up. This is a gonna be a long episode. <laughs> I had a friend um say this. He said that he noticed that when he was talking about certain topics he would say a lot well, this pastor believes, well, this pastor said, well, this pastor said, well, this pastor said, instead of saying like, well, the Bible says, the Bible says, the Bible says, and that really struck a chord with me because I totally do that. I, if you aren't reading the Bible for yourself, if you aren't like, um, learning on your own, all you're going to end up doing is just repeating talking points from pastors. So Jesus is the reason for this season and use this time to refocus and to, put an emphasis on Jesus during this time. Um, I don't have kids. I don't know how it is to be a parent when Santa is everywhere and everything. I know my kids won't be doing Santa because once again, personal vendetta. But, um, you know, I just, I really think it would be good to put a focus on Jesus. And I mean, it's between you, your kids, your husband and or your wife and God about whether you can tell your kids about Santa, but, um, he just, if you're a Christian, like he just should not be the focus. So yeah, that's basically it. I hope everybody has a very Merry Christmas. Um, yeah. And I hope you're able to at least see or spend a little bit of time with your loved ones during this time. I know this is a, it's been a crazy year and some people can't be with their family or have lost a lot. And I'm praying for you. I'm praying for all the listeners and everything. So, yeah. All right, you guys. You have a wonderful day. You won't hear me next Monday, but the money after. <laughs> the money. <laughs> the Monday after. Bye. Thank you for listening to Make It Known with Mal. I hope you enjoyed and learned something new. Make It Known with Mal is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Google Podcasts, Anchor, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, and iHeartRadio. So if this was a beneficial episode for you, wherever you're listening, make sure you subscribe, rate, review, and share with your friends. If you take a picture listening, make sure you tag Make It Known with Mal on Instagram, and I'll repost it. I'm currently accepting applications for sponsors. Also, if you're receiving value from this podcast, please consider becoming a Patreon for as low as $3 a month. Find out more on my website, www.makeitknownwithmal.com. You can also find merch and a list of all the freebies that are available. 
Thanks again for listening and have a good rest of your day. Also, ask yourself if the whole world was listening, what would you say? Don't forget to make it known.